Hi, you're listening to A View From Sex and Sea, the new podcast for Dundee Stars fans, with me and him. It's the two lorries! Hi, and welcome to the very first episode of A View From Sex and Sea, with me, Laurie Senior, and me, Laurie Junior. A bit of background into how myself, Laurie Senior, got into ice hockey. I started back at the old ice rink watching the Rockets. Stuck with them until it stopped, and then the next time I stepped into an ice rink was with the Michelin guys when the DIA opened. Then the Tigers started, and we thought it was a big time. Crowds of over a thousand people for SNL games had never been heard of, but the Tigers got it. Myself and the wife were always at the rink, regardless of the team's plan. It could have been the Mitchie, it could have been the Tigers, it could have been anybody, we were there. But then the big time did hit. When the stars came along, I remember sitting watching the telly, and it was on the TV, the news, Mike Ward, Stephen Ward, Charlie Ward announced Tony Hand was taking over. He was the new head coach of the Dundee Stars. Went along, thought it was great, next thing, season ticket, day one, and that was it. We've been there ever since. And then there's me, who was dragged along to all these Michelin and Tigers games from my mum and dad, but probably the best thing they ever did to fall in love with such an amazing sport. Um, yeah, went along, Mitchie, watched Craig Banbury, or Bumber as he's known, who worked with mum and dad, and then Billy Baxter, one of the legends of Dundee hockey. Well, certainly the Mitchell one anyway. Um, but yeah, I still remember that night, it came on the news, it was me first, I noticed it on the teletext, believe it or not, that's how long ago it was. Ran down the stairs, told my dad, go and turn on the TV. It was on the news. Best thing I've ever done. Up and down the country, watching them. Newcastle, even down to Solway on a Sunday night in the pissing rain. Just what you do for the love of the game. But, you know, earliest memory had to be that first game against the Air Scottish Eagles. Um, what a difference between the SNL standard and what was the British National League back then but as I say probably the best decision we ever made was going up to watch Tony Hand put that team on the ice So for the first podcast we'll just discuss this year's team Yes What kind of team has Omar put together? Is this a team that's going to get us to the final four based on the players that he's brought in are they going to be big enough? Are they going to be good enough? I don't know. Um, start at the beginning. Go right back to the goalie, Adam Morrison. What does he do for us? Yeah, it was a, it was a strange one at the start, I think. Um, you know, bringing in a Flyers goalie. Um, I think it has to be mentioned straight away that he does need to get that helmet replaced. Definitely. It's how many weeks in now? And we've still got a Flyers helmet. Yeah. In between the pipes for what? And there's been many helmets for Fife, I'll tell many, you. Many, many helmets for Fife. If you're listening more, change your helmet. <laughs> but, yeah, without a doubt, um, it's been a great sign so far, I think. Um, he's he's a scrambler, and I think, me personally, I love a goalie that scrambles. It's not someone that's just a bit like Shane Owen, it's the shot stopper and then hopes the D get rid of the rebound. Yeah, You can see how that's working out for Fife so far. So, yeah, Scrambler, absolutely love him. Ruben Mull had us signing Shane Owen. 
he was he was the guy that was going to come in and be our saviour this year as the netminder. And then Omar pulls it out of the bag again. It's not Shane Owen, it's Adam Morrison. For me, great signing, certainly an upgrade on last season. Yeah. Go through the D-men, Dryden. Well, hold on, we've spoken goalies, but we've spoken about Brighton. Okay, don't let's speak about Brighton. Got to speak about the backup. So, one thing about the backup, love the hair. I'd love to know how he gets it so straight. <laughs> uh, because Brighton, if you're listening, let me know because I'd love to get my granddaughter's hair as straight as that, buddy. I thought you were going to say your own hair there. Nah, that's <laughs> never happened. These days are gone. <laughs> Brighton, you know, he was, you know, he's a solid goalie. Um, you know, he's got that experience of playing in the league before anyway. Um, you know, I think certainly could step in if Adam needed that, you know, if he's injured or needed that break. Um, you know, we've got a good decor in front of him that would help him out. So I think Brighton's another solid pickup for this year. Okay, move on. Go through the D men. Yeah. Dryden. Yep. So listed on Elite Prospects as our captain, Omar. Again, yeah. if you're listening, can yeah. we please get an announcement on who our captain yeah. is? So before we go any further, we will not keep saying if you're listening. We now expect <laughs> you guys to all be listening. Okay. <laughs> Right from the head coach GM right through to the final player on the roster. We expect you guys to be listening from now on. Uh, yeah, Dryden, captain material for me. Yeah, solid, solid. Um, couple, a couple of, you know, iffy moments so far this season. But I think, you know, a lot more responsibility on Dryden as the guy coming back for what is now his third season. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think pressure's maybe getting, got to him a little bit at the start, but... He settled back into his game over the last couple of weeks for me. Um, I think if you look at Dryden uh, and where he is, with the minutes he has logging up already, he's at 30 minutes. Yeah. That's ridiculous. That's yeah. half a game he's playing. So, yeah, you're playing that many minutes. You're, you could maybe slip up once or twice. So, yeah. I think we'll forgive him for that. Oh, yeah. Um, Kyle Haas. Yeah, the legend. He's the legend that is Kyle Haas. He Love is him. an absolute... Tank. Absolute love him. Yeah. Um, he is the guy who is going to be the heartbeat of this club this season for everybody. Yeah. From his teammates to the fans. Yeah. We need somebody like Kyle Haas. We'll get into, obviously, the game from last weekend, but even just that one game without Haas already, you could totally see that I felt there was a bit of the lack of energy and it was flat you know that guy brings energy every single game yeah. and just wears his heart and his sleeve he plays you always say it, you want players to play for the logo in the front of the jersey and he certainly does that every week yeah. I had a, a debate with a guy on social media who actually said that Kyle Haas was a poor man Sean McMorrow <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think as soon as I mentioned that Kyle could skate, that was it. Argument was out the window. Yeah, you know, McMorrow could possibly be tougher than him. You yeah. know, he might be a better fighter than Haas. We've, we've yet to see. Um, you know, but he certainly gave Josh Tetlow his tatties anyway. But deservedly uh, so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think you can even say that he's yeah. he's a poor man's McMorrow. At least, uh, at least Kyle can play a bit. Next one, he's one of our own. It's young Chris Ingalls. Or, are we saying young Chris Ingalls or getting older Chris Ingalls? He's <laughs> still a young Chris Ingalls. Is it still young? He's um, 23 now. Yeah, well, it was obviously put on 
the Elite League tweeted it today, you know, that Chris Ingles is leading homegrown defenseman for ice time at nearly 22 minutes per game so far. And I think that just speaks volumes on how far Chris has come since his days with the Stars Juniors. I think a lot of that, um, Omar should get a lot of credit for that. Omar took a big, not a big gamble, but he certainly took a gamble on bringing Chris into the Elite League and giving them ice time. And yeah. I think it's it's great decision by Omar and I think the fans and, and the team are now seeing what, what Chris, Ingle bring, Chris Ingles brings to this team. Definitely. Yeah, especially when he's not afraid to give James Isaacs a little punch in the pus yeah. during games. Again. I'll, I'll, I'll always take that every yeah. single game. So Again, deserved. But <laughs> how did he feel, though, when Dylan Lawrence walked in the dressing room? Um, I, I heard it was a little bit awkward and that Chris wasn't giving the heads up that he was being signed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Omar, you're a nasty man. <laughs> so... Obviously, next one, which again for me is captain material, but uh, the leadership of Marcus Cancanpera. Yeah. And I'll say that with ease, unlike yeah. Andy McCartney. Yeah. Uh, but Andy does say it a lot better than uh, karaoke boob, though, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, so kudos to Andy for that. Yeah, uh, I must admit, when I seen the signing uh, and I looked at his resume, I thought this guy could play. I did have major concerns over his age. 41. He's closer to me, son, than what he is to you. <laughs> so that tell that may tell you something. Is or it? Can I, is my maths no correct? No, I don't think it's ah, correct. Right, okay. Well, but in saying that, 41 years old, he's proved me wrong. It's very start of the season. Yeah, I do like him. He's he's solid, stay home D man. Um, although jumped up in that Russian overtime uh, last weekend, and I got a bit scared when he was trying his best to to blow all the way back yeah. down the ice. But uh, yeah. And I think he, he'll he be another guy that young guys like Chris, uh, even Moorsey when he gets back playing again, yeah. he'll be a role model to these two guys. Yeah. So yeah, Craig Moore is for next one anyway. Who? Um, Who? <laughs> Craig, somebody tell me, is Craig Moore signed for us? I've not seen him yet. Yeah, um, it might still be that hit where Fitzy said he might never walk again. Oh, it might be. Hopefully but, it's not um, that same one. But yeah, but no, Mersey, solid pick-up for us. Um, but it just need, we need to get him back on that ice as soon as possible. Yeah. So, um, obviously, we are uh, in partnership in this podcast with AB Sports Performance. So, early again, get the finger out and get Mersey back on that ice. You're, yeah. you, could, you could take my slot if he needs to, yeah. from my ankle. Get him back on the ice. Yeah, early, please, because I cannot go any more of him speaking about this ankle. <laughs> Honestly, get it fixed. Yeah, no, we need to get Mersey back on the ice. I think Mersey's a great pickup for us, and he was solid when Lefebvre picked him up. Uh, you know, what was that? Four seasons ago now? Oh, yeah, Three, four seasons ago. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we need to get Mercy back on the ice and, and you know, showing him why he is, although he's a fifer, he's a Dundee lad. Yeah, yeah, top player, top player. Uh, next one, Michael Poirier. Ole, ole, ole. Yes. Poirier. Yeah. Yeah, I like, I like, I like him a lot actually. Um, he, he reminds me a lot of. Felix Antoine Poulain. Yeah, definitely. The way he skates, just the way he jumps up into the play, um, his vision, he's, he's passing for me. 
on the power play is phenomenal. He sees passes that players don't see at all. Um, you know, I, I really like this pickup, and I was I was a little bit disappointed when Omar signed his decor, um, and then obviously when Brett Orr dropped out um, to go and pursue further opportunities. I was so glad that he picked up Poirier again. I, I was really looking forward to him before you know we didn't get our season uh, last year. Yeah, it was uh, when when we look at you look back at the the COVID hit season and Michael had actually been announced as coming at the Stars. Uh, I was looking forward to seeing the guy. And then whatever happened um, this season, it wasn't there. And then as you say, Brett Orr decided for one reason or another he wasn't coming. I was I was delighted that Michael was, was the next guy on, on the list for yeah. Omar. And, and, and he's a University of Ottawa boy. So, you know, yeah. good players coming out of what? So, so they say, but I've never seen, I've not <laughs> seen a lot of them yet, like, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, happy enough to see Mike on, as you say. He reminds me of Poulan as well. Skates really well. And uh, it'd be good if he's got the Poulan bomb for the blue line on the power play. Yeah. Let's see if Michael can start banging in some goals. That'll be the Poirier bomb. Yeah. And then, we will not forget him, is young Drew Rungay. Drew Rungay. Um, what could you say? Drew has so much potential. Um, su- such a good player. Um, you know, watching him come through the juniors, right through the Comets. You know, so much potential. Um, you know, bad, bad injury to him right at the start of the season. Yeah, I was unfortunate. You know, I think at the time we all thought it was a dirty hit. I think Kyle Haas still thinks it's a dirty hit. Um, you know, and somebody has to answer for that. I think, don't think Boucher has answered for that yet, so it'll still keep uh, going until he answers it. I don't think Boucher will ever answer it. No. I don't think he'll answer it. He'll get other people to, to back him. Yeah. Uh, but I cannot see Boucher but, sort of coming up against Kyle yeah. or anybody else. But um, but Rungi, you know, that he's, he's, his first goal a few weeks back, you know, he took it really well. You know, it's just such an unfortunate injury. It gets so early when, you know, Omar's again, you know, taking that chance on, on one of our own young Brits yep. to kind of push him on. Um, yeah, but he's done well. Yeah. Um, I hope hopefully he'll be back sooner rather than later. Uh, and first and foremost, he's got to get back to being fit. Uh, I hope he's not got any long lasting injury. Um, and it's good to know that there are young players that Omar is willing to bring in and help out. Um, again, if you look at the game at the weekend when Kyle was missing, we go and bring in the the other young lad from sort of the Comet Stroke Racers. Yeah, um, I can never remember which first name it is because there's two of them, but the Gregors, one of yeah, the Gregors one of brothers. The Gregors. I think it's Patrick. I think it is Patrick. Yeah, yeah. Um, came on. He was solid. I thought he was. I thought he he, he played really well. Um, the only downside to him playing would be that he is an import. Yes. Um, yeah. So, you know, he only plays if we are short a player. But again, for a standing D-man, I think he's solid enough. Um, I think we got the better end of um, the Gregors brothers with Fife taking um, the forward for a little bit. And then he decided to go back to racers. But yeah. I think we've got we got the better straw with, with him being at the Comets. And yeah. Hopefully that is a technically a two-way contract that he can play up when, when required. So yeah, and I like them. And it's unfortunate for the guy as well because the Comets have obviously got an important netminder and they yeah. can only play one player. 
yeah. or one import. So what then happens is if they play the import goalie, he's sitting in the stands. Yeah. Um, and that's not going to help his development, especially if Omar would like him to get called up on on more occasions. But yeah, we'll see how that one. We'll see how that one folds it, yeah. uh, and we'll see what happens with that. So that's what decor. Uh, overall, I think we're good. Yeah, I solid, solid D. Solid D, and solid netminder. Yeah, um, I think I think with the D, the only like I think you've said it numerous times at games, and I think uh, a couple others said it that it's majority left-handed D men that we've got. But you know, overall, it's, yeah, that's it's a good. That is a concern for me, um, and it's when the puck does come to this left-handed D man playing on the right-hand side. Yeah, his natural thing is to turn back inside to get it on the forehand. If it's the backhand, it tends to just be. A chip out the zone, and then trying to get out. Of yeah. the, the, not really making a lot of plays from that, but yeah, we'll see how that goes. And yeah, so solid D. We've got guys who can jump up. We've got guys who will be start solid, stay at home, get rid of the crap. Yep. But yeah. Okay. Well, forwards. So, forwards. Where would you like to start? So let's start with our little sweet Sebastian Bingson. Yeah. For me, doing a good job. Really yeah. doing a good job. Um. I think the longer the season goes, he is going to be, for those who remember him, a Martin Vita type of player. Yeah, who definitely. Who will rack up points and you'll probably never notice him in games. Yet he will score goals and he will be assisting on goals. Um, that's that's my take on, on Yeah, on definitely, definitely a Martin Vita type of player. Um, let's just hope he doesn't get a, a hit. Like what Martin Vita got from one of a cut an ex Coventry player who yeah. shall always remain nameless. Yeah. Um, because we don't want the blood to boil again. Well, maybe <laughs> we should. Maybe we should. Let's get the Coventry. Let's get the Coventry rivalry built up again. That was uh, that was a rivalry. You know, it was a massive rivalry. The two best teams in the league, and then all of a sudden, dies away just because the BNL died away and they yeah. went elite league. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Next one up shoots to the left, shoots to the right. Charlie Combs could score here all night. Yeah, he certainly can. Um, what can I say about Charlie? Wow. Pocket rocket. Absolute yeah. pocket rocket. The guy gives everything. I think he's listed at five foot five. He actually plays like he's six foot five. Absolutely amazing. Um I love I love Charlie Combs. Um, I like the way he plays. Um I don't know if it's because of the ginger hair. Um that he's, he's got he is very much a little Angry ginger man, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, yes. That face on all the time. Yeah, he's um, an angry man when he plays. Oh, love it, <laughs> love it. Certainly loved it when he gave uh, Greg Chase a little uh, afters. Yeah. On the uh, sun uh, Saturday, Sunday, Sunday, yeah. Saturday. God, yeah. I can't remember what day it was now. Um, after that little celebration after his penalty shot, and I think uh, Charlie just reminded him at the after the man of the match awards that you don't do that in another time. Yeah. Um, appreciate and, that. Yeah. And his mate, his next mate, Philip Songe, the other pocket Philippe rocket. Songe. Wow, they're like a couple of Jack Russells. They're just biting, biting, biting people's arnos. Yeah. So that is the new nickname for everyone listening. Jack and Russell, you can decide which yeah. one's which. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not Jack and Victor. Jack and Russell. No, Jack and Victor's probably us. Yeah, I could have um, after that. Eh? Yeah, no, Songe, what a player. Um, you know, again, the, the two of them, it's it's. It's frightening how quick the two of them are together um, on that line. It's just, they're so good. 
Um, and I think they've, they've the chemistry they've built up already between the two of them, just they know where they are all the time. They know who's coming up the ice with them. They know they're always there um, on that counter-attack. Um, I think, honestly, I, I absolutely love both of them. I think they're great. Yeah. I always think when they're, at, they're on top form, it's when they've got Connor Sills. As 100%. 100%. We may as well just talk about him now. As, yeah. as the, so that's the thing with, with Sills, you know, he's, he is listed on elite prospects as a left winger, right winger, you know. So I think he was playing centre that little bit for Sorge to go out on the wing. Yeah. Um, you know, he is the guy that's taking the face off. So, But Connor Sills, he, he reads them so well, that line, the three of them. Sills can play. You know what, he reminds me of... The way, he, the way he skates and, and, and skill-wise coming up the ice, it reminds me of Matt Carter. Yeah. That solid player, he knows what he's doing, but then he's got the, the tenacity and the fight and the physicality of Brett Stoven. Yeah, It's like that cross yeah. between the two. I think Omar's nailed that one, that signing with yeah. He is fantastic. Um, I would say right now, he is our best player. Yeah, I think he's our best all-round player. Yes. Um, he brings everything. He... Ford, he could score, he could assist, he could win face-offs. Defensively, he could defend. Yeah. He knows his defensive duty. He could also drop the golfs. Yeah. And he's done that. Yeah. When the hit came in, he jumped. <laughs> and that's what you're expecting. And it's a tough guy to get yeah. in. It's yeah. not, it's not yeah. something that's a pushover, he's a yeah. big boy. When 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 Craig Garringham got hit that night against Belfast, yeah, I did not expect that to happen. No. But I'm delighted that it did because it just goes to show what kind of a guy Connor Sills is. And to me, he looks like another of this. It's your ultimate teammate. That's yeah. what your guys are looking at, at both ends of the ice. Moving on, Gabriel Desjardins, or Desjardins, whatever way you want to say it. Desjardins. But he is going to be really good. The reason why, he wears number 14. Uh, All I, good players wear number fourteen. I hope he becomes really good. Um, to be honest, I, I think I, I, was, I was expecting big things from from Gabe. If that's what we're calling Gabe, um, you know, I just it's not it's not started out for me yet. He's he's a bit, and I don't know if it's just slow the box. I think I think it might be one of those ones where he needs to get the monkey off the back to get going. Definitely. Um, get that first goal. I think he'll start. He'll start going. You know, you can see you can see a player in him. Absolutely, see a player in him. It's yeah. just, it's not for whatever reason for him. It's not clicking for him yet. Just not hitting back of the net. Yeah. And hopefully, once he gets that first one, yeah. you know, we'll we'll be he'll be racking them yeah. up. I'm more than confident that, that that Gabe will start racking points up. Spencer Dorovich. Spencer Dorovich. He for me is one of the unsung heroes of this squad. Um, he he's an absolute workhorse. Yeah, he's a third line guy. Yeah, he is playing third line at the moment. Yeah, um, with Craig Garrigan, Cali, Cali, something's rockcast. Yeah, but wow, what a shift he puts in! And I think for for such a young guy himself, um, you know, you've seen it the last couple of weeks. I think he's even bringing the best out of Garrigan as yeah. well. Yeah, um, and Cali, you know, because the three of them just they grind and grind and they get to the dirt areas and don't give two shits when they get to the dirt area yeah. they just they fight um, yeah. but Spenny as I've been calling him for weeks now he I honestly one of the unsung heroes of this the signings of the season for us yeah 
he was one of the guys that, that went insane. Um, again, somebody reached out from Canada to me and spoke to me about Spencer Dorovich and said he is a guy who just gets in the dirty areas. Um, he will, again, hopefully score goals for us and get assists for us. He's He scored last week, which was great. Mm-hmm. Um, he will rack up a few penalties, but the penalties tended to be when he was back home was for getting involved. Yeah. He wanted to get involved. It was a bad hit he was in. He didn't have back then. And again, it just goes to show the, the, the work ethic that, that Omar's bringing in at we will not be bullied this year. Yeah, so, no, definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, looking forward to Spencer. His line mates, two young Scots at the moment, Craig Garrigan and Carly. Craig, you know, spent that Elite League series down in Nottingham. Boom. Yeah, unfortunately became a Panthers for a bit. But, yeah, you know, you could see the difference in Craig from being, you know, with one of the top teams and, and playing with some kind of top level guys yeah. that are playing to kind of top of the league games. Um, you can see, Craig, you know, Craig was always, had so much potential, also went away to the OHA, came back, um, now been with Nottingham for a little bit, and you can see the progression every season with Craig, but certainly this season I've seen a difference between from Nottingham to here. Yeah. Um, what a difference, um, you know, he, he just never gives up and, yeah. and doesn't stop playing, and I think Omar's now recognising that. Yeah. The boys became a man. Yeah. That's what it's like. You know. It, I'm it, bulked up. Yeah, and it shows that, you know, the, the faith's there, you know, playing, playing Craig on the penalty kill. Every week as well. Yeah. Some might say a bit strange, you know. I certainly do. I still think it's strange, but listen, if, if he does a job, I, I don't care who, who yeah, plays exactly. the penalty Yeah. Carly Robertson. Well, let's Inter- be honest. Interesting signing, I must admit. Yeah. Interesting signing, but someone who, again, I'm, I'm happy that, that Omar went out and got. This another young Scott, and another young Scott that will hopefully get a lot of ice time playing for us. And we've already seen that he is better than his dad. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> listen, I've seen Robo in his heyday when he dropped the gloves. I ain't seen anything about Cali being better than his dad in case his dad comes back after me. And you've also got to remember his dad's Plusy's mate. So we might get Robo and Plusy coming after me. But yeah, you can't really mention Cali without his dad. And it's probably difficult um, for, for Cali because his dad is a legend of British ice hockey. Not just Dundee hockey, not Fife, not Scotland, Britain. Ian Robertson was a legend. It's like yourself, you must find it really <laughs> difficult in the basketball because I was a legend. Yeah, not really. So, <laughs> you you will know, you will know how Cali is feeling at this point in time. But, do you know what? When he gets his ice time, he does the job. He does the job. And yeah. hopefully he'll get more ice time, get more confidence, and that'll be him up and running. Yeah. Well, we'll move on to the next one, which is your favourite player just now. Um, he doesn't really do much, but yeah. and he scored the last two games yeah. after you've said that. So Timmy Lattinen. Timmy Lattinen. Wow, what a statement that was made on on Facebook. Timmy Lattinen. What's he done? What's he done? Timmy Lattinen. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what he done. He went and scored in Fife, and then he went and scored against Belfast. The winner against the Belfast. The winner against Belfast. But yeah, what does Timmy Lattinen bring us? He brings a lot. He brings a lot. Timmy Lattinen's no going to be a guy who sets the ice rink on fire. And we're not speaking about five ice rink, by the way, when we're speaking about setting on fire. Not again. Not again. But he is another who will just go about his job, shift in, shift out. 
Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I do like him. Again, could be, you know, he could fluctuate between that second and third line. It just, you know, if depending on where we are in yeah, the game. I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, Dylan Lawrence, what, for me, great signing. I said it at the time, he was great in Coventry. Um, I know a couple of people didn't think he was that good in Coventry, but I thought, you know, Edinburgh was good, yeah. went to Coventry. He always scored against us. Um, and then signing for us straight away. But first thought was, what's Chris Ingles going to think about this after dropping them? Yeah, but, that was a bit awkward. Yeah, but Dylan Lawrence, for me, great signing. Um, I think he's going to be, or he already is, and played more minutes and better than the last number 18 Lawrence that we had. Um, yeah, I'm just glad that Omar signed another number 18 with the sick name Lawrence because it means I could wear the jersey that's got Lawrence 18 on the back of it and I'll just tell everybody, oh, it's Dylan Lawrence's jersey I've got. <laughs> as long as he doesn't spend as much time in the bar as at the other launch then we'll be okay uh, <laughs> or on the injury table I shall yeah. add however but yeah for me um, what I like about Dylan Lawrence is you get him in front of that net that wrist shot as soon as that puck's on yeah. it's, it's on the, it's on his stick and off his stick with yeah. second bang bang it's away go well the story from his very first training session with the Stars was he broke the plexi He's for one of his first shots, yeah. So, you know, it's got some power behind it and it's, it's gone, yeah. Um, no, uh, delighted to be done, which was a surprise why he was the last penalty shot taker against yeah, Fife. Nah, it's just, yeah, that's that's maybe one for that's maybe one for the coach to answer, but yeah, when, when you see his goal during the game, yeah, um, on the stick, off the stick, back of the net, and we keep him to the end, maybe that was just mind games. Bit of drama, yeah, for the for the big Fife game. Let them let them build up, thinking they're going. You know to what? Win. Maybe they were trying to give Fife a chance that's to what, win. Seeing as they're still not won a game yeah, yet. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Maybe the the thought, you know, we'll we'll let we'll let Fife think they're going to win. Sucker them in it. Sucker them in it, and then we'll just put Dylan Lawrence off in the last penalty <laughs> shot. And then the final guy on the roster is Tom Rutkus. Well, we've you've missed one. Who've I missed? Alex Ranger or sort Seb sort Cole Ranger or whoever yeah. we're We still need a clarification on the pronunciation of this one because we have had Ranger and Ranger. Yeah. So we need the clarification on this. Maybe the guys at Stars TV can give them a little tweet and, yeah. and let us know what the, yeah. how to pronounce it. But how Alex, do you pronounce it? So Alex, yeah. Feisty. 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 He was certainly feisty he on was Sunday not, against Fife. Something, something definitely happened during that game yeah. because he was so pissed off. Yeah. One, I don't, don't know, know what it was. No, I think he took, there was a hit, I think, behind the plate and I think he was unhappy that there was a no call from Mr. Ward. Um, you'd like to think he'd stick up for us for having the owners as Ward as well. But, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, you know, I think he was pissed off at that and but he... He was wound up yeah. for that third period, yeah. um, and I think it—I actually think it sparked him a little bit into the game. Yeah, definitely. I think he wasn't. Definitely. He wasn't. That, the way he played that final period was what I thought we were getting. Yeah. When his signing was announced. Yep. I was thinking the way Charlie plays, um, the way Philippe plays. I thought Alex was going to be the same, but a yeah. bigger body. Yeah. And whatever happened, as I say, I don't know what happened, but in that third period, whatever it was, that's Alex I want to see every single game. Yeah. And then... Now Tom's Rutgers. Tom's Rutgers, yeah. Yeah. Um, I remember him. Yeah. Um, I remember him. Uh, it was a strange signing. The ENL 
days we, we, we Swindon, I'd seen him playing a few times, uh, I've seen him playing for Cardiff, always thought, yeah, you know what, he's, he's a decent enough player, um, he would do a job, he's not going to be somebody who's your first or second line, yeah. and I think that's how we're maybe sitting here thinking, it's a bit of a strange signing, uh, because he's going to be third line, he might even be fourth line. But yeah, it was it was it was one that came out of the blue from from Omar. Um, you know, remember I'm playing for Cardiff. I always thought he was an import. You know, it was just obviously with the name Ruckus and Tom yeah. Ruckus, and you know he's is it half Latvian? Yeah, I think I born born in Latvia. Yeah. Um, so you know, it was just it was a strange signing, but. One that was very welcome, again, for having someone that, that is a, classified as a Brit and has that experience of playing top-of-the-table team. Yeah. Um, you know, he won trophies with Cardiff. Yeah. You know, so you know, he's got just those medals. He's just... Got it. He's injured. Yeah. Got it because um, he's on crutches. He's going to struggle yeah. to get back. I think he's off crutches be... now. I think he's off now. He's going to need to get back into training again, yeah. and it, it, it'll be a blow for the guy as well. If you think about it, he's got to really start again now. Yeah, we're, we're we're into meaningful games now. You yeah, know? Uh, the league games are, are are going to start coming up more now. The Challenge Cup sort of we've got a few games, and we've got this and Mickey, Mickey and Mouse Cup game through it at Brayhead for Brayhead's pre-season after we've played about our three hundred and fortieth game of the season, Glasgow. Was it Glasgow? Sorry, Glasgow. It Glasgow or North Renfrewshire, Renfrewshire or Paisley, whatever. Yeah, yeah. The team that plays at the Disney Arena. <laughs> yeah. In their uh, lilac shirts. And their lilac. Yeah. Yeah. But lilac no, when you come to those games, you know we're into the season now, and I think Rock Kiss will end up having to treat that as a pre-season for himself, you know, and and we'll need to not limit his his minutes, but you know ease him back into that. But yeah. Good signing, I think, but again, just unfortunate with that yeah. with that injury so yeah. early on in the season. Overall, what are you thinking? Yeah, it's it's a solid, solid team Omar's got this year. I think, you know, in the past, we've either been strong as a forwards and weak defensively or strong defensively but weak forwards. I think this year, Omar has, has nailed the balance between the team. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm certainly not expecting to be... Ninth or tenth? No. I'm certainly not expecting to be seventh or eighth. My expectation at this moment in time, and it might be a high expectation, is minimum sixth. Minimum sixth. We should be above five. Five, definitely. Glasgow, Manchester. We are looking at, for me, we should be looking at sixth place. And we should get a decent run at the, at the playoffs. Yeah, um, um, I certainly think we should be winning a conference in inverted yeah. quotations. Is there still, do we still have a conference? I think it's still a conference system. Really? Um, I think so. Um, they've never said that they've stopped doing the conference, um, but there's only technically yeah. if we won it, four of them. Do we get a trophy if we won it? Yeah. Ah, there's a conference then. Yeah, there's that's it. There'll be a conference. Yeah. So, Omar, we won that. Conference trophy back yeah, home. Back home where it belongs. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, no solid team. I think you know we've, we've, we're very well balanced over the whole ice. Um, you say that only thing that's not balanced is we're left-handed players. I think there's a few times on against Fife on Saturday where we had all left-handed players on the ice, and yeah. I think I said it four or five times. 
it's like, God, we've got five left-handed players in the ice right now. Um, you know, not a big issue, but you know, when it comes to trying to get rid of the yeah. rid of the shit, and especially in front of Mo, and we need to get it out of there. Yeah. So, what's your expectations for this year? Again, I think same as you. I, I think certainly we need to be. We should be above five. I think we need to aim that we need to be the best team in Scotland. So being above Glasgow, Manchester, you know, I don't, I don't know if look at looking at what they're how they're playing just now. Springer being a goon as usual. I think you know we need to be above them. So yeah, looking at that, you know, sixth spot pushing into fifth potentially. Certainly win the conference if there is a conference and certainly compete to make that yeah. final four. That'd be the same. Um, I think we we Omar he certainly he has got a, a team this year and, and I mean a real team. It looks like everybody knows what they're meant to be doing, they all know their systems and uh, yeah, we'll just see how it goes and we'll see how, how positive it can be. Yeah, for uh, sure. Certainly Certainly, for at the moment, it, it, it's positive. Um, the weekend games will give us a bigger inkling of where we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're away to Guildford on Saturday, home to Sheffield yeah. on Sunday. Two massive games. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, and especially when they shared the games last weekend, and, and surprisingly, both six three games. Yeah. So it was nine all on aggregate. Yeah, um, I think defence is on top. Well, hopefully that means you know, uh, Combs and Songs can exploit exploit that because and that's the thing you know like two two big games you know Guildford away, you know a lot long travel what was that nearly London near enough the other side of London um you know and back up the road you know they'll be getting home about what eight nine ten in the morning yep. a few hours kip back up the road for a five o'clock face off, you know again Omar great for the fans. But not great for the, for the players. Um, but yeah, you know, it, speaking of Guildford, you know, their their game, their tactics have always worked against the big teams because they, they play a game like us. They play like a small team, but you know they've got that bigger budget anyway. You know, and they play that counter attack in hockey. When they come up against the stars to try and play the same game against us, it doesn't really work. So that could be where we exploit. You know. Again, another rivalry for the BNL days. Yeah. Guildford Flames. Yep. Some good trips down there. Some massive games. Championship them. winning games. Championship winning games. Yeah, for the, for those who kind of remember, we uh, we won the John Brady Bowl in there uh, against all the odds. John Brady Bowl. I forgot so that was even the name of it. John Brady Bowl. <laughs> that was it. Um, Best of so, five, one and three. Yeah, one and three. Amazing, and we missed it because we were in Tenerife. <laughs> But hey, well. uh, but big games. Some of these guys, this will be the first time they've had the long journeys now. Yeah. Um, so they're going to find out what what sort of elite league hockey is all about. I think that's probably their, their furthest away trip. And then they're back up the road and they'll be playing, in my opinion, one of the teams who are going to be challenging. Uh, as they get for, for winning the league. It's between three teams. It'll be between Sheffield, Belfast and Cardiff. Yeah. Um, Guildford have always given us tough games. Always. And they've always been good games. Um, I think travelling away on the Saturday, back home on the Sunday is going to be so difficult. And then to get back up again for a game against title-challenging opposition. 
Yeah. Uh, you'd like to think that the team will get themselves up for it, but yeah, we'll wait and see. And one team we always want to be because we never like to hear Dave Sims's voice oh, going no. on and on and on oh, God. about no. beating the small teams after a long journey. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just yeah. it's always good to get one over the yeah. squealers. Yeah, and um, it'll be the return of a certain number 14 coming back up the road. Uh, Jordan will be back up, Jordan County. So that'll be interesting. Well, we're away, so... Oh, so we're away. It'll be a game down there against Jordan County. So I'm not going to see Jordan. Not yet, anyway. Yeah. So not yet. I was beginning to wonder where you were going with that conversation. Yeah, I was like, yeah. do, we, do we have someone to place for Sheffield? Yeah. Um, remember, I've been up for about half past four this morning, so this is this is late for me. Uh, it's it, it's now about eight o'clock at night, and I'm not learning about my third dream by this time. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. So that's that's our team. Yeah. Sounds like both of us are positive for the yeah, season ahead. Extremely positive. Yeah. So we'll know. Uh, we'll not be shouting at Omar too soon. We'll wait, we'll wait. We'll wait. to about halfway through the season before <laughs> before we start that. And then because we, and the good thing is because we've still got to wear masks, we'll just blame somebody else. We'll say it was us. It was we'll sure. just blame Stoney. Yeah, it's usually Stoney shouting anyway, yeah. so we'll just yeah. blame him. But yeah. get your opinions, your thoughts on players on the socials, on the Facebook page, on the Twitter. You know, tweet us. Get your opinions in. See what you think about the players yeah. as well. And also speaking about the players. Tell us what you think of this podcast. This is the first time we've done it. Uh, we don't know what it's going to come out like. We're going to go for it. We're going to see. If you think it's shite, tell what it's shite. And the only thing is, it just means that the next thing will be even shiter. Yeah. So, so that's you, Mikey Kid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Mikey Kid, Mike Donnelly. Stuart Sinclair. Stuart Sinclair. Yeah. Are you guys? You know who we're speaking about. Yeah. <laughs> If you tell all our shite, we'll get worse every week. Yeah. So, jam it. You're going to be stuck with it. <laughs> um, so, that covers the games. And do you want to speak about past weekend? What we thought? Past weekend, yeah. So, one game. Um, we said that, you know, one game, you wouldn't like to see anything left on the ice. There was only that Saturday game. Nothing the Friday, nothing the Sunday. And I felt we were flat for two periods, you know, just couldn't get going. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. And again, as I said, and when we were discussing the players, I think it could be no has. You know, Kyle being away back home for family reasons, I think, you know, it, it just, that energy was missing from him, I think, potentially, just yeah. to get the players cheated up. You don't know what he's like in the changing room. Yeah, it um, could be. Uh, I don't know what it was. Um... But maybe maybe being slightly disrespectful to Fife because they certainly played better on Saturday than what they have previously against yeah. us. Um, and Owen always gives you a, a chance yeah. of an I think it, it, it very much reminds me of Edinburgh now, Fife. The way they're playing their games, it's Richard Hartman. That's his name, yeah, isn't it? Richard, Richard Hartman. Hartman. Comments coach. Yeah, his, it, it was his Edinburgh tactics when they started losing their imports and that. Yeah. That they got a goal and they sat in. Sat you know, they had best Garawani in goal at one point, yeah. and it was just sitting and collapsing on the goal. Yeah, and yeah. that's what happens with Fife now. They got that one nothing lead and they just sat in, and it's so difficult for the guys. You know, what was it, 26 or 23 6 in shots at the end of the first period? 22 6, 22 6. You know, the and, first period and you shots. think, you know, how how is it still 0 0? And then yeah. Fife come out and score and they collapse in, and it's just so difficult to break it down. 
Um, it's very much the old Edinburgh tactics when they were having to defend and try and, you know, for make, me make games. For me, yeah, it was it was a it was a poorish game. I I'll, I'll not be a bit of bush. It was a poorish game, but I spoke to a couple of guys on the way to the ice. Chris Crawford, Davy Brocky. We, we all said it. It was a win. Yeah, it's not matters. Yeah, I I would go through every game all the way through the season. Winning three two on penalty shots. Yeah, every uh, single game. You know what? I I honestly think, and this is no disrespect to this, the past couple of years teams or to Omar, but I think if that was either the last pre-COVID season team or the team before that, we would have lost that game. Potentially, yeah. I think yeah. we would have. Yeah. Um. I think you know, Morrison stood in his head for us. Same as Owen. You know when he when he got called upon. Yeah. To do it. Yeah. Um. Kept us in it. The D, you know, I saw a lot on social media about about the defence being the issue. Okay, I think both goals, actually, I think all four goals, both goals for each team were defensive mistakes. Yeah. But you've only conceded two goals. So I, I wouldn't say, you know, the D were shit. I don't think the D was the issue. I wouldn't say the forwards were the issue, but we've only scored two goals. And, you know, Shane Owen, like you say, stands in his head against every team possible. He's a great goalie, but there's a there's a like I said earlier, he's a short stopper and everything falls at him. Yeah. Get we need to get the rebound. Yeah. And get crashing the goal. You know? And I think that's what we, we are doing. Yeah. We are getting there, we're just the pucks just weren't falling for us. And as you say, the second period, Mo kept us in the game. Yeah. For for whatever reason, we just fell into the game in the second period. Um I don't know if it was because they'd frustrated us, we were on top so much the first period and it was well god what were you going to do to win this game and then they score and it's like what's going on what's happening here this shouldn't happen um and then third period we get back to playing like what we should have been playing they cough up i must admit we had a lot a lot of chances but we didn't look like scoring and then they cough the puck up and as we spoke about earlier on when we spoke about dan uh, yeah that was it. it snapped it Back of the net, and then it goes to penalty shots, and then it's a lottery for there. Yeah, and you could be talking two of the best goalies in the league. Yeah, I, I'm not caring what, what I say about who's in the goal for Sheffield, who's in the goal for Nottingham. These two guys on their game, or what they will win games for mm-hmm. their clubs, whether it's Adam for us or whether it's Shane Owen for Fife. If there's anybody going to be better than them, probably Besco. That would be it for me. Yeah, you know, like you say, it's a lottery when you get to the penalty shots. Yeah. And and we were behind. We were behind yeah. on penalties. Yeah. And then Mo comes in at it again. He then starts saving, they start missing, then we start scoring. And then, ah, well, Omar's like, well, let's stop mucking about Dylan. Just go and score the winner for the son. And that's what happens. Yeah. Happy days. 20 penalty shots. Yeah. 20. Right. And, and it was someone like one nine. <laughs> It was um, out of the twenty penalty shots, five scored. Yeah. So you know. There was a tail. Eh? So there was a tail. I say, pro- quite possibly two of the best in the league. Yeah. Um. Yep. Again, if they can stay fit, because I did hear that Owen was injured in the Belfast game on Sunday. All right. So if that's All right. that could be a big issue. Again, it could just be a a slight strain. Yeah. Let's rest you for the rest of the game and then get you back in training later in the week. Yeah. But if that is an injury for Fife, that's a big worry for them coming yeah. the weekend again. 
Oh, that's fine. We'll not worry about that. No, definitely we'll just not. we'll just worry about ourselves. So that's our team. That's our expectations. What else have we got before we finish off? Merchandise. Merchandise. We yeah. can discuss that. So we we may we may have struck a deal with a, a very good friend of ours, who at this point in time shall remain nameless, just in case. Um, it doesn't come out, and then I'm not one just going to chat on somebody's door saying, "How you know what uh, a view from Section C uh, merchandise?" So because you're all going to want it because it's going to be the best podcast on yeah. the stars. So we look, we are looking into getting some some merchandise. We'll see how it goes. Um, I think we're getting a couple of t-shirts made to start off with. Um, we'll see how they go. Uh, once we get them, we'll we'll get them up on on the social media so people can see them. See what you think. Feedback, as I say, feedback on anything on this podcast, feedback. Uh, if you want things brought on, uh, we, we've got things for going ahead. We're speaking about maybe having we stars quizzes each week, you know, uh, myself, senior versus junior, like American Chopper, senior versus junior. But like Ant and Deck. Ant and, well, <laughs> Ant and Deck. You put Ant and Deck on their shoulders, they're still going to be as big as me. Yeah, you still, but you get where... Ant but that's what we're going for. Ant versus Dick. <laughs> so you got our stuff like that. Um, Problem is, we'll have to find like a Stephen Mulhern type person. Yeah, I think we'll find we'll find some mug someplace. Mike. Mike. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. Sorry, Mike. <laughs> but yeah, so we'll have a bit. We'll have merchandise. Maybe start throwing a quiz in to see how it goes throughout the season. Um, we'll see what kind of quiz we'll, we'll, we'll throw in. We'll I'll be everything stars. I'll all be stars later. It's not going to be how how has the Eiffel Tower. It's going to be nothing like that. It's going to be all stars related stuff. Okay. You got anything else, Junior? I'm happy enough for our first podcast. Hopefully, it's taken off. Yeah, definitely. I think, as you say, you know, any and I, and I put it out there on socials as well. Any subjects you want covered, any certain things about the stars you want covered, you know get in touch with us, let us know what you want to hear, um, potentially player interviews going forward, we might get some of them, might get some old players, Yeah. might even get Ian Robertson on one. Oh, that'll be it, there that'll we go. be it. Um, yeah. We could get a father-son podcast with a father-son Fun. players. Well, that'd be fantastic. There we go, that'd be fantastic. Ian and Callie Robertson. Ian and Callie Robertson, you heard it here first. Um, so, yeah, whatever you want, please feedback guys, right? It doesn't always have to be positive. I would probably expect more negatives than positives. Well, nine out of ten times, you know, we Stars fans could be negative anyway, so... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, please, feedback through the socials. Laurie will pick other social stuff up. Facebook, Twitter, feedback. Please let me know. Um, if we're wasting your time, tell us if we're wasting your time. But we'll keep wasting your time. I think you're wasting time now. We're wasting time now. So (laughs) on that note, for me, senior, thanks very much for listening in. Appreciate your time. And we'll catch up again on the next podcast and the next episode of A View from Section C.